Are you interested in understanding GOP-1 medications like Ozempic, Wagovi, or Manjaro? Then join us on The Plus Sides, Cracking the Obesity Code, the groundbreaking podcast helping people change their lives one episode at a time. The Plus Sides podcast is a disruptor. We're breaking down barriers, smashing stereotypes, and sharing inspiring stories that'll leave you feeling informed and empowered. Join us every week to learn from doctors who are specialists around GLP-1 medications like Ozempic, Wagovi, or Manjaro. They'll provide you with science and facts to validate these incredible stories. But that's not all. We'll also bring you the voices of the GLP-1 Manjaro TikTok community, real people who face the challenges of obesity related diseases and disorders and discovered the incredible plus sides of GLP-1 medications. Our episodes are filled with heartwarming stories, laughter, and moments of triumph. You'll connect with our amazing community members who are reclaiming their health and experiencing their fullest lives. Are you ready to embark on a journey of discovery and empowerment? Tune in to the plus sides cracking the obesity code and together we'll change the narrative around obesity and end the stigma. Subscribe now on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform platform and join our incredible community. Let's celebrate the plus sides of life together because every story deserves to be heard. Every life deserves to shine and everyone deserves access to expert knowledge and medication. The Plus Sides Podcast. You're not alone. It's not your fault. And weight loss with Ivy, the top prescriber of GLP-1 medications. GLP-1s combat cravings, stabilize blood sugar, boost energy and balance A1C levels for a regulated body and a kick-started weight loss journey. Ivy makes medical weight loss accessible, affordable, and personal. Schedule a free consultation with a medical provider to explore if GLP-1 medications are the right fit for you. Goodbye restrictions. Hello, Ivy. Your path to sustainable weight loss. Officially down 120. 20 pounds. I'm down 34 pounds. Food cravings have subsided. I'm feeling amazing in my clothes. I'm feeling better. I feel like I have more energy. The process is a breeze. I can message my doctor at any time, and the entire prescription and medication was sent right to my door. Weight Care has helped over 15,000 people lose weight. Join them today and get $150 off your first month. Book your appointment at joinweightcare.com change rooted in lasting evidence-backed wellness. Say goodbye to unsustainable diet culture with Friday's weight management program. A nationwide virtual care platform built to address your biology. The reason why I started Fridays is that I noticed that patients with obesity are often improperly treated and told to eat less and move more. Well, the science is in, and we now know that obesity is a chronic medical condition like high blood pressure and diabetes, and that there are many factors, including your genetics, that play a role in the development of obesity. We understand this at Fridays, and that's why we make sure to order labs and specific medications that work with you and your biology. We're revolutionizing weight management, steering clear of weight loss fads, and embracing a scientifically driven approach. Our program charts a path to a healthier you, leveraging evidence-based treatments, nutritional support, and a team of specialized clinicians dedicated to guiding you towards optimal health. We ensure swift appointment scheduling and provide a knowledgeable insurance team for handling prior authorizations for GLP-1 medication. Fridays will also provide safe compounded GLP-1 medication alternatives with fair and industry-leading pricing. Our eligibility quiz will match you with the provider that corresponds with your medical needs. Go to joinfridays.com to begin your journey to a healthier you today any trouble navigating coping skills in your life where you use food, alcohol, or other drugs, shopping, gambling, sex, or if you are obese and you're wondering what medical solutions are available to you, or if you have children that are overweight and you're wondering what to do about it, I highly recommend that you listen to my new podcast, The Easy Way Out with Dr. Joy Bracey. I've lost 165 pounds over the last 16 months, and it's been an emotional journey more than anything. Easy Way Out started 
as a podcast about whether or not I should have weight loss surgery to handle my chronic obesity, but it ended up in places I did not expect. My personal favorite episode is Shut Up Fatty, and it's with my daughter and my son who are now adults, and we covered what it was like for them to grow up in a fat family and how I handled the fact that they were overweight and what I could have done better as their mom. They'll be tearing up one second and cracking up the next. You can find The Easy Way Out with Dr. Joy Bracey anywhere you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome to the Plus Sides Podcast. Howdy. <laughs> Hello, Hi. ladies. Hi. Hello. How are you this evening? Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, my Year. gosh. We are into season three at this point. We are in <laughs> it. Three seasons. It's freaking bananas. It's crazy. It's I yeah. Know. Did you ever think off. that less than a year ago that this would even be like what it is? It blows my mind. No doubt. Like, yeah. It, less than a year. We started in April and we're ginormous. Mm -hmm. Like What's in comparison April? to where, yeah, people, yeah, we don't, nobody gets this many people this fast. It's because people are so desperate for knowledge, which of course we're going to have here today and not from us because we're just along for the ride, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I know. I'm so excited. Anyway, it's been a day for me. How about y'all? How have yesterday been? Good. It's been like recovery day because I'm still on a GLP-1 meetup high. Oh, right. Yes. Is that what that was? Is that a high? Cute. I got to tell you, it was really good. I mean, aside from, you know, eventually, right. sure, sure, name, nameless. Um, aside from that, we grew as a team. We worked together. We got some content. We grew we got to meet a Braxton like we you know I got, got to, to interview so a bunch of doctors you. on a panel yeah. like and I, I have a fear of public speaking but I was just going for it I think I was too shell-shocked to get nervous you know <laughs> yeah we might yeah. spoiler alert great. I had no idea that I was going to be interviewing everybody I just thought right. I was on the panel opportunity but, to meet people in real life that you interface with yeah. daily and it's like Okay, yeah. is this really you? I felt like I just wanted to touch people just to make sure that it was really them. Yeah. The first time I did it when we did Nashville, it was really overwhelming and overstimulating I to bet. meet all of those people for that same thing. And it was just like a rush. You walk in a room and all these people you see just right or like right in your face, you know? And honestly, yeah. they were all just as beautiful in person, if not more so, like as humans. Yeah. And like, honestly, it was really good. And then mm -hmm. this time I didn't feel that way at all. I think I just kind of had prepared myself that it might be like that. It wasn't that way, but I don't know if it's because I had my professional capacity add on. Like yeah, because I was working, yeah. but I, I was working before too. I was, I, I know, reported community stories and stuff. While I was there, but this time it was like a full on, we were co hosting, right? So, right. Yeah. Um, but I think it was good. I think it was good. I really do. Yeah. I do think our team really found a good stride then too, which is important. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you very got, much, got for lots Dr. Of work Angelina, for, for putting yes. it on. We love Dr. Angelina. It yeah. was such a great event. And mm -hmm. I still have to get all the photos, all of the videos oh, yeah. together because we got so much content and I mean, and people like in, in the moment, which I think is priceless, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was really good. Yeah. So, um, I loved all the lives and we'll bring, we'll cut those and bring them down. We did our photo shoot for our team. So we've got lots of new pictures that are coming that was out. So fun. It was so fun. It really was right. She is our official. Ashley Abar is our official. We love Ashley podcast. Abar. We love we her. Love her. We do. She's our official, our official plus size podcast photographer. And mm -hmm. maybe videographer. I don't know what her skill set is, but she's pretty awesome. I mean, she was yeah. crawling all up on that floor, getting the perfect angles. Yeah. I like me a perfect angle. I like she's it. so mm -hmm. tiny too. <laughs> she's just like I know, but she wasn't before. <laughs> you know, she just yeah. straps it all in, roll it on the ground, and it was awesome. It was I great. Know, it was awesome. It was yeah, such a good experience. Yeah. I so hope everybody, if they if they're looking for headshots or anything or to do like one of those boudoirs or anything like that, it was like. I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do it, aren't you? Yeah. I think so. I think so too. We can't Megan do it said too it was late because I think I'm gonna do it as a, a late 50th birthday present for my hubs. That would be cool. That would be cool. Oh, be cool. Anyway, if you if you don't gross, know us, I'm sorry, guys. That was probably TMI. Not really. <laughs> Listen, you got it. Get it. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're like okay, moving on. <laughs> sorry, guys. I know why. 
<laughs> but if you don't if you don't know me, my name's Kim. Um, I uh, this this just quick. I should have done a quick drive by. Um, we uh were grown out of a a community. I guess you'd call that and TikTok. Uh, and um, we all take this medication for different medical reasons, and a lot of us struggle with the disease of obesity and insulin resistance. Um, you know type two diabetes, all just like kind of a spectrum of issues. And we all were able to bond there and grow together and, and change mentally and physically. And so we just thought, what if we talk about it a lot more, you know, what if we get into a little bit more and we could learn all the things we wish we had known in the beginning, because there was no resource. We wanted to create one. So, um, that's what we do here, but that's what we do. So, um, anyway, I'm Kim and this is JT uh, and hey. this is Kat. And if you guys want to give a quick who you are, like, you know, let's go do it. Tell me JT. Oh, 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 by the way, plus 10. <laughs> All of our 12,000 listening audience, <laughs> we're shaking we are our, up our water bottles. Stanley's a variety right of now. water bottles you can find on our link trees. Yes, I have the plus many, size many water bottles. Mm -hmm. Plus size water bottle. And we have a Stanley that's in the shape of the Majaro and they, and on the thing, but she doesn't have to be that. It could be zip. They have zip bound all the things, but we have plus 10 for $10 off and it will help support the yep. podcast. Yep. Yes. What about does. you, Kat? Who are you? What you do? Hey. What about you, JD? I'm Kat. Hey, I was like, I am the resident, I guess, fitty enthusiast. Do you know what? Speaking mm. of, so I just been doing like baby workouts all weekend because of the meetup. Yeah. Um, my first day back, 450 rides at my cycle bar this morning. I've I've been since 2021. I've taken 450 classes. Whoa. Um, but I almost died on the bike today. <laughs> It's been really like four, four or five days since I've done a spin class. And I um, think, oh, yeah. But it felt good to be back on back on the set. Well, you're our favorite fat fitty. <laughs> taking it back. Kat's right? taking back the fat. She likes to take back the fat word. Fat fitty. Right, fat fitty. What about you, JT? Who fat are you? What, you? what you what you doing? How are you? Who are you? I I am just a sky goddess that loves Biscoffs, Biscoff fatty. And I um, goddess. Um, <laughs> I am a sky goddess that loves Biscoff fatties. That 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 is a Biscoff fatty, mm -hmm. and um, just happen to have a thing called type two diabetes, obesity, and Sjogren's. But who's counting? Nobody. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Nobody's looking. Yeah, <laughs> and and just happy that we're talking about all the things with yeah health, wellness, and these medications. Yeah, me too. That's right. We're here to help people. We are so glad that you are here with us and we hope that yes. you will learn some stuff today. We have our community guest, Claire, that I'm going to invite in. And then after that, we have paired, if you don't know much about it, we always try to back up all of our stories and experiencings. We try to validate it with facts, science, and data because uh, mm -hmm. we're trying to change things. We really, really are, which we want more affordable access to medications and we want to try to remove the stigma because it's straight trash. We're about done. So without further ado, I'd like to invite our special community guest. Hey, Claire. Claire. Hi, it's, you look fabulous. Come on. Oh, Lord. I know. Doesn't she look wonderful? Thank you she so does. much. You're welcome. How are you feeling? Um, I'm great. I'm great. I'm Good. just happy to be here with you lovely ladies. Just trying to help do my very, very small part in breaking the stigma of obesity. Yes. Well, we're really glad to have you. You you do a lot. So if you guys don't follow Claire, she is for sure one of my top favorite, favorite creators. I, I literally talk about her like in lives. Like if you're not following Claire, you should follow her. You should follow Claire. This is you, right? Claire Bear. Blackheart, yes. that's you on yes. TikTok, right? That's okay, good. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know because I just have you as Claire. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, she is incredibly funny, uh, kind, and entertaining. So if you are not following her, you need to. We're going to put a link in the show notes so they can just go straight to your TikTok because awesome. they should. It's awesome. You're awesome. I love you. So glad you're here. It took too long. So did. That. I don't know. You're hard. You're hard nuts to crack. I'll we'll get you. you know, <laughs> the stars had to align. The stars had to align. They did. They did. All right. So what we usually do, Claire, is and and don't like feel nervous. Everything's cool. <laughs> it's just me. It's just us. We're just hanging, you know, um, just tell us a little bit about your story. Like I've seen a lot of your videos talking about your story. It touches me to my core. And 
just, you know, it's unfiltered, uncut. Like we're not going to change anything, you know, unless you're like, take that out. Cause I farted, you know, um, I'm just going to leave it in. So such a boy mom. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Huge boy mom. Huge such boy a mom. boy mom. I know. <laughs> Facts. So what we'll do is we'll just be quiet and give you the stage so you can take the space. Okay. Okay. Don't okay. be too quiet. If it gets quiet, you got to jump in. Okay. Of um, course. <laughs> so, I mean, I really feel like my story, you know, I, before I came on, I said, you know, I don't feel like I have anything to say. Like, I feel like I'm such just an average person, but you know, I think a lot of us feel like that. Kim said, Kim said we do. Um, I think a lot of us think that we are not anything special and maybe that's exactly why this might help somebody to hear. But, you know, I grew up just kind of an average size, I think. I mean, I always thought I was fat, but like that's, I think that comes with like girl territory, um, especially if you grew up in the 90s. Y'all were the images that were put in front of us were Kate Moss. So, I mean, I we felt like we were huge. Um, but it wasn't until I was an adult that I was actually obese. Um, and my family was, you know, my mother's side of the family was also heavy. And I basically battled in every way that I could. And it's, it was a lot of restricting, um, trying to join programs. I joined, my mother was in Nutrisystem. And I think I tried to steal some of her little foods. So it was like special chips and things like that. But she didn't want me to be part of that because she was trying to give me this like healthy, you know, body image and diet. And, but we would go, me and my brother would go and sit at these Nutrisystem meetings with her. And she would buy us McDonald's. And we'd sit in the hallway while she would go in and have these meetings and have this like special food she'd bring home. And she would have it like in a separate cabinet. And I don't know if that set the tone for me. I don't know. You know, I was little. I was still eating Happy Meals. But in my head, I was like, I must have internalized like this is what we're going to do. You know, we're, we're going to worry about our weight in this way. And then when I was in my you know early 20s, I joined Weight Watchers with her and we would go and weigh in every week. And, um, at cert at some point I reached a lifetime, you know, a goal member, a lifetime member. Um, they asked me to be a leader of Weight Watchers at, I think it was 22. And, you know, there's no, I had no business at 22 being a Weight Watchers leader, to be honest. I mean, that's crazy. Um, I said no, because I knew that I didn't know how to lead women in what they eat. You know what I mean? So um, it didn't take long to gain that weight back because there was something in me that just, y'all, I mean, I know that you ladies can probably understand, but if you haven't struggled with what we call food noise or obesity, this might not make sense to you, but there was a, you know, a beast within me that there is no denying, you know, I mean, there's that, it's a hormonal drive that you cannot ignore. And so when I would come home ravenous it didn't matter how hard I white knuckled it, it would win. So you could compare that to addiction, to drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever you want to compare it to. But it was something that I could not, I could not beat. And so that restriction, it, it never lasted long. You know, I would do the yo-yo, lose some, gain some, lose some, gain some. And that repeated for years and years and years. And when I had my daughters, you know, that didn't make it easier to have two little girls and working full time. I mean, then it just continued to pile on and I got bigger and I got bigger and finally I hit like the highest weight I've ever been. And I'm like, I got to do something about this. Um, and then my mom died. She was only 55 and it was heart related and she was heavy. I'm like, does this have to do with her weight? You know, I need to do something for myself. Went to the doctors. I tried, um, Contrave, if you've heard of Contrave. Um, I tried Fentermine bunches of times. And the thing is, I will say about Fentermine is it worked for a month and then it stopped working. It was not effective anymore. I know a lot of people have side effects with Fentermine, but it did, I, you know, I liked Fentermine for the time that it worked for me. And so I would get down a little bit, I would get up and then I would get down a little bit and then I get up. And I recently opened my, my, um, my fitness pal app and I could see 12 years of data. Literally it was a of data where I'm like up and down and up and down. I started tracking on that app when it was popular 12 years ago when my daughter was born. And it is crazy to see 
like literally just beating myself down, like trying to restrict, trying, you know, restrict, gain, restrict, gain, restrict, gain. And then in my little chart, you can see a sharp drop off where I started GLP-1 medication and I got lower than I have ever gotten. And in that time, I had done everything. I had gotten so hardcore into running. I ran a marathon. I ran many half marathons. I would get up at four o'clock in the morning because it's a lifetime of being told, don't be lazy, get up, go run, you know, stop being a lazy ass. So that's what I did. You know, I bought all the shoes, all the compression socks, and I ran my happy fat ass around my neighborhood until I could outrun everybody that I knew, you know, but I was still sitting at over 200 pounds. It does, you know, took a long time to understand that the moving component is actually a very small component when it comes to your actual weight. Um, but I, I went through that. I've been through the ups and the downs and I have only, only in the last year, because, you know, finally in my adult life under 200 pounds and it was all GLP medication. And this was, you know, between the, I had loss of my husband in that time. My husband died 10 years ago next month. So you couple that, you know, the stress of grief, the stress of raising daughters by yourself. Um, and then on top of that, people telling you just eat less and move more. Come on, don't be lazy. You know, so that's kind of the nutshell of my story. When I, when I, found GLPs, everything changed. Everything changed. I was able to manage that beast that was constantly over me. Yeah. And about now, and, and you don't, you don't have to share if you don't want to, obviously, yeah. but like, um, do you, in terms of your like weight loss, I remember you saying you were, I want to say you were at a hundred pounds recently or something like that. Down, yes. Weren't you? yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. And, and how are you, I'm, I think people want to know, like from us that have been at it for even, about 18 months now, right? Two? Um, 15, 15 months 15? I've been on GLP. So I just yeah. hit a hundred, hundred pounds, 101 pounds. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Me, well, me too. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's so cool. I mean, I'm one, I think people are asking me a lot right now and I'm, I'm still very, very far from any kind of maintenance, you know, but like, how do you feel about that? I mean, we've seen like some data show different things. We've seen some people in our community, you know, are, are doing okay. Right. That have, come off of it. How do you feel about that? You know, honestly, maintenance scares me to death because I think it does probably look different from everybody for everybody. Just like, just yeah. like the medication looks different for everybody. You know, some people don't yeah. ever have to go past 7.5 or 10 milligrams yeah. and they're able to stretch out their doses and other people are chilling on 15 milligrams. And, you know, even to me in my head, I can't even imagine being on 15 because yeah. I haven't had to get there, you know, and I, to mm -hmm. me, I'm like, I don't think I'll ever, I have a little, my saying to myself is it ends at 10. I don't think I'll ever have to go above 10 milligrams because I have some 10, it works well. And I'm in mm -hmm. a range where I would consider it maintenance. Like I'm in, I'm within that decade, yeah. you know, yeah. those pounds. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go, I'm in the one fifties. I don't want to go in the one forties. So to me, I'm like, if I can stay in the one fifties, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. It's good on my frame. So, yeah. um, I'm, I'm scared of maintenance just cause I've never had to do it. Like I've never yeah. been here. What is this? What is, maintenance? Yeah. you know, I've never been there, but I think it's just yeah. going to be a matter of playing with a dose. You know, it's going to be like, should I spread out the days more? Should I lower the dose down to, should I go to five? Should I go to 2.5 yeah. at some point? You know, I think that's, but I'm not, mm -hmm. I haven't got to do that yet. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I think that it's interesting, like hearing from different people saying, well, Hey, I'll space out my shots. And then like, for me, like, I have no idea what that's going to look like, you know, but for me, my inflammation is so bad. I can't even imagine going more than seven days. You know, but then we have some people that come on and they'll be like, oh, I'm doing five every like 14 days. And I'm like, what? That's it's crazy. It's just so different from for everybody, yeah. you know, yeah, and like JT, JT has type two. So hers is even a little bit more complicated. You know, I think it's kind of yeah. weird being the guinea pigs, I think. Yeah, you know? I think so, but, but even that's one thing that TikTok has been so great. Like our community is yeah. hearing other people's um, and I'll reference Michelle just because she's talked about it. And we all know who yeah. Michelle is. But she has said in many of her recent videos, like that she's on 15 and she does not even feel this massive suppression, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, man, I can't even imagine because I, I just, I don't think I'm ever going to be at 15. You know, I, I just don't think that my body just, it just responds different. Yeah. Totally. It's, 
And speaking of that inflammation, Kim, this is so crazy. One of the weirdest side effects that, I mean, it's a good side effect that I had. So I've had this nose ring and I've had it for years. Okay. I've had this nose ring forever, but it never felt like completely healed, I guess. I mean, it was fine. It would just be fine there, but it was just, I didn't realize that it was not all the way healed until like right after I started taking Manjaro all of a sudden I could change my nose ring. It was like not an issue. And I'm, it, I figured out it is the, it was the inflammation. It was not letting, it was not healing. And so it was swollen in there. And as soon as I started Manjaro, even though I'd had this piercing for years, as soon as I started, started Manjaro, my nose suddenly, all of a sudden that ring is like, it's even like slides around in there. It's perfectly healed. My feet are a full size smaller in my mm-hmm. shoe. And That's I haven't had a migraine headache in like a year. Like, what is wow. that? You know, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think the silly, like some things that we've learned from some doctors on the show um, is one of them said it to us. He said, I'm sure you've had doctors say this all the time. He goes, obesity is a chronic inflammatory disease. And we all went, we, and we would talk, guys, we've been talking to doctors for yeah. a long time. And we were like, oh my God. And then he was like, every, yeah, Dr. Rona, he goes, it affects every organ in your body. It's why like you're at risk for like 13 different kinds of cancers. The inflammation in your body is bad. Right. And that all has to do with it. So if you treat the disease, you treat the inflammation. Right. And it's like, we've been learning a lot about that with them. And it's like, but when we, when we all, when we heard him say that all of us feeling like, and even Rachel talk about it, right. It's just like the reduction of inflammation like in her body but even she could space out her shots blows my mind but i can't i cannot go that long i like i feel like I six can. days um you know yeah yeah it, yeah i'm curious about like with your suppression and stuff like you know we mentioned michelle michelle's been on the show um and uh she was she always talks about like hey like I, I have a wall i stop eating but like do i eat two pieces of pizza if i want it yeah you know um and she's always you know said that she's never felt this like intense suppression but i i gotta tell you that blows my mind too I'm the same way. I have like crazy suppression and I have to make myself eat. I have to, and that's 12.5, you know? So it's like, it's, it's so crazy how it's different for everyone, you know? Truly everybody. Yeah. And like, yeah. um, cat, cat is on 15 and that's a bit, what she calls it. Big daddy. That's big daddy. Big daddy. Big daddy's 15. <laughs> big man daddy. handles her. Man handles her. Um, but, but even then that's like, that's almost been, a, I think a really good dose for you though, Kat, right? Like you started to lose a good bit then with big daddy. Yeah. I started to lose you know? again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. It's like, I, I really think that it would be cool if maybe we had someone we all really like a lot. That was a clinician that knew about these medications that could join us right now and answer some of these questions. Yeah. Yeah. I think cool. we should have that. It's Bourbon hey, RX. So bourbon. Let's doing? talk about it. Let's talk about it. It's been <laughs> a while. It's been a it while. has been a sure. while. I it's been a while since you said I'll talk about it. I feel like that's not been happening in your shtick anymore. I don't know. It just uh, comes out naturally. If it comes out, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> you don't really need the shtick anymore, man. <laughs> you just uh, do. <laughs> do you say that when you're speaking with your patients? Like, let's talk about it. I let's- actually do. Some patients request it. They're like, can you say it? I'm like, sure. Oh, I'll that's say adorable. It. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. I'll say sweet? It. it is kind. It is. It is kind. It is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So that is, it's kind. That's nice. <laughs> so um, as you've heard Claire's great story, we have some yes. questions for you, but there are some people who may not know you because we're on the YouTubes. You know, yes. and you were on episode two with us, which is May Falls. It was such a good episode. It was good. Literally the first clinician to ever discuss compound. And that <laughs> was a you. big deal. Yeah. Because we, I, you, I, listen, I had to put out like a friggin' petition to get all these doctors and guilt them like a mama to be like, you better <laughs> get on here and talk about this. Because yeah. if you don't talk about it, People are going to do it. They're going to go yeah. and make stupid or misinformed, likely stupid mistakes. So you've got to like say what equals okay and what equals not, you know? Right. Like, totally. so I'm just really thankful that for that because that, you know, that was like a, a catalyst for me to be like, well, bourbon says so. 
And they were like, well, okay. Yeah. He says it. <laughs> it was all, it was the same things they said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just got to come. But having the compound else. pharmacist on that episode was good. No, that was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fine. That was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So anyway, good episode, good talk. Um, yes. But we want to kind of go into it. But again, like people that don't know you, Burner X, yeah. um, tell us who you are and how you help people. Yeah, so I go by Bourbon RX on TikTok. My name is actually Chase, as you can see. Uh, I'm a board-certified nurse practitioner. Um, most of my experience was primary care-based. Uh, the last time we talked, I was in the primary care world, um, yeah. and it treated everything there, but kind of tried to, to focus on obesity management because we don't have obesity specialists in Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, but now, now I actually do telemedicine with IV Health, uh, focusing solely on obesity management at this point. So, nice. um, you know, just making it more accessible to the, uh, to the masses. So it's, it's been a great ride. Yeah, that's awesome. I, we love IV. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, we do. They're all over our commercials. <laughs> we love IV. Yes. And all the people there, they're like, awesome. So yeah. that's a cool place for you to land. I love it. Oh yeah, we got a squad. We had a cool team, and I, yeah. I love it. I mean, it's it's just a cool atmosphere. So yeah. it's great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. In um. In terms of like what you're doing there, and it being like different than what you were, like is is it everything is everything virtual? Everything is virtual. Yeah. I mean, so uh, right now I service. I mean, Iveen does 49 states, not Mississippi, because of Mississippi laws, but. Okay. Um, me, I mainly see like the Southeast. So, mm -hmm. uh, Georgia, uh, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina, Virginia, randomly Oklahoma. I know that's not the South. Don't crucify me, but Oklahoma and Texas. So those are the, those are the, the states that I personally service. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, legit. Awesome. It's very fun. It's legit. Yeah. All right. So listen, it's been I just went into a, a song lyric. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Random. It's been a long weekend. Okay. So <laughs> I'm drinking. We've already done it. This is not alive. Um, so um, it's been quite a year for GLP one therapies, right? Um, and pharmaceuticals. Uh, what are some of the things that you would, you would see coming down the pipeline um, for this year and 2025? Oh, well, I can hope that uh, coverage increases. I think it's increasing, you know, day by day. I mean, some some insurances are pulling back and some are going forward. Um, hopefully new medications, retitrutide is in studies right now. Uh, I, I fully expect like 25, maybe 2026 that that will come out. Probably 26 to be fair. But okay. uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully more access, you know, it's. Things are changing. Uh, one cool thing I saw on Twitter, uh, there's a bunch of New Jersey physicians that have banded together to make um, put together a bill as far as prior authorizations are concerned. And they I'm pretty sure it passed in New Jersey. So they you have a 24 hour turnaround. There has to be transparency. The insurance companies have to say who they're denying and why. And. Uh, oh, and when you do peer to peers, you have to speak to a provider that is in that specialty. Oh, so, not so, just a, you know random maybe, like a not an ophthalmologist, right? For instance, right, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. for state healthcare or like I, I think it's all of New Jersey. I think it's all of New Jersey. Yeah, it just I it just came out. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, so I heard there was something bubbling in New Jersey, but I didn't. That, I do remember. I'm not familiar with that's that's big. Yeah, so hopefully that'll be a big change in in 2024. Hopefully that kind of spreads throughout the U.S. for transparency on PAs. It makes it a little easier, and yeah. um, you know, accessibility uh, grows. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 We shall see. We shall see. I think it'll take legislation, you know? Oh, it's really yeah. yeah. right If you see this in one state, I think we'll start to see it in other states. You know, that's usually how it works. Mm -hmm. It's a very country. And Kentucky, Kentucky will get it last because we're the slowest state in the United States. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Texas. about that one. Texas might have Texas used. is pretty slow. That's true. Yeah. You're, you're right. But they do have a huge healthcare system. Like, there, there's... All the big things are in Texas, you know, because everything's big. Texas. True that. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't like nurse practitioners in Texas. I can tell you that. What? I, really? 
They don't. Yeah, the medical association hates them. Yeah. What? I would never practice there. No. Yeah. It's very restrictive. And they, That's like, ridiculous. Try- There's not enough doctors. We need we need that. That's yeah. PAs. I agree. Telling- yeah. Tell them. Tell them. Oh, wow. Do you hear me, Texas? <laughs> I can already see the comments. I can see the comments. Come on. Comments. I'm, a, I'm a Texas hater now or something like that. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's on TikTok, on YouTube. Don't no come after me. Don't come after me. Yeah, it's just something for them. Do not come at me, bro. Do not come at me. Don't come at me, bro. The uh, Mayo Clinic is getting into telehealth now. So, do you see this becoming more and more common in the GLP one landscape? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think it's I think it's twofold. It's it's the fact that there's you know a very limited amount of. obesity management physicians, like board certified in obesity management. I want to say it's like 6,500 in the entire United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of primary cares that uh, just aren't familiar with GLP ones. You know, yeah. I had to, I had to do extra like CEs or continuing mm-hmm. education on my own to mm-hmm. really know what the heck I was talking about. So, I mean, to answer the question, yeah, I think due to accessibility, I think, um, yeah, I think they're, they're here to stay, you know, they're here to stay and it's, we realized how easy it was uh, for patients and beneficial during COVID because we did a lot. Of, we did a lot of telemed. Insurances were paying for it, and so mm-hmm. a lot of us got used to being on camera. And um, you know, if you need your blood pressure medicine changed, you don't have to go to the, the doctor and risk getting the flu. Uh, you just pop on to telemed. And yeah. but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's going to boom. I think everybody's going to have telemed at some point. I think it's good. I mean, like I. I yeah. would say for in terms of obesity, especially our friends that are, I would say, you know, 400, 500, 600, 700 pounds because we have them right, right in our community. Yeah. Yeah. Like what about their mobility and what about right. where they're, where they're on mentally in terms of giving up, right? It would right. be more simple and I think less of like a barrier to entry to be able to have access to telehealth for them. We had, we had one that's going to be on our show um, and that's exactly, you know, what would have helped him a lot because you know, his mobility was so limited, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's good. I really do. I think it's important. And, and the, you know, even just ac- access to care, even if it's like, of course you want access to medicine, but I, I gotta tell you, I think it's really powerful to have somebody like, go. did you know that obesity is a disease? Like I, I, if I could ask any, any clinician anywhere, if you want to have a conversation with someone about their weight, first ask them if you can. Ask them if you can yeah. discuss it, get consent, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, and then after that, say, did you know obesity is a disease and it's not your fault and it's metabolic and there's things you can do now to treat it. I swear people will melt. Like if yeah. someone had said that to me long ago, I'd probably have a slew of kids right now because I would have gotten treated and been able to have yeah. more children, you know? Yeah. And I just, I, I think that if we could have more clinicians do that, and I, unfortunately I feel like, many from what we've seen it seems like in person you know that's that's more the exception to the rule you know and so at least if you're going to like a practice that's used to treating people with obesity you're going to get people to get it right 10 of 10 you know because yeah i mean you have basically people that specialize in it you know and we're the the newest treatments and we're we're non-judgmental and uh, you know, the conversations I get to have and with my current practice, I mean, they're, they're phenomenal. And it's, you can see it on people's faces when they're, when they're heard and validated, yeah. like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. And I get yeah. to do it, you know, th- r- roughly 32 times a day. Uh, so <laughs> wow. a, lot of, a lot of patients. Yeah. I'm booked yeah. out for the next like six weeks, but um, Whoa. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. Don't get sick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding flu's going around here so no kidding but yeah, yeah I, I like put my availability in and it's like bang it's booked within like three hours it is yeah not so but wow. but yeah it's um you know the accessibility and people that that actually care and will listen and and to your point about uh speaking on obesity in my primary care practice i never brought it up yeah. ever i just didn't because and, be, and the, people would ask me they're like you're not going to get on to me about my weight i said no yeah. why not I said, well, it's in your brain that you want to change it. So, like, why do I need to preach to you? You know, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. need to do that. So, yeah, I never, I never brought it up. That not one time did I ever be like, it's because of your weight that your knees hurt. Like, I, yeah. 
Mm. Not one single time did yeah. I bring it up. So. Yeah, that's good. I have always yeah. had the opposite experience. Yeah. Every most time. most people do, and it's mostly yeah. not to be ageist. Mostly the older docs. You no, know? but it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's mostly the older docs. Yeah, I think I mentioned that actually when we interviewed you, um, Chase. I said yeah. I have a millennial doctor, and she was the first one to ask me, "Is it okay yeah. if we talk about your weight?" I said, "Yeah." Yeah, you're right. Not to be ageist, but eh. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be, but it's just it's just an old it's an old school mindset. I mean, that's what they were taught in medical school. You know, it's nothing nothing against them. It's just uh, that's what they were taught. And, True, indeed. You know, yep. Yeah. So I don't blame them. It's just the way they were the way they were learned. They were taught. Yeah. See, and like yeah. here's right. the thing: I do because I <laughs> I feel like at this point the yeah. science is so clear, the evidence yeah. is so clear. That if they continue to be ignorant, it's willful ignorance, and I do not excuse willful ignorance. So I, but I don't you disagree. Want, if you just want if you're ignorant in general, like you don't know, to me that just means not informed, right? right. But there's yeah. no way that you should not when obesity is 40% of America, 70 if you're counting overweight, right? And right. and all these people with insulin resistance. So we know what a problem is, we know that it's genetic, and we also know the food plays a role. Figure it the F out. Like yeah. figure it out now because yeah, I'm only doing that because, you know, I really held that F word back because it it's it's ridiculous. All of yeah. the information is available and I get like they're not going to go and like do a deep dive to find out like all of the latest heart conditions and therapies. But obesity, come on, bro. Like, you know, yeah. like mm -hmm. it's so I'm I, 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 I care now. Like I, if, if you don't know, I'm okay with it. But if you don't know and you're not willing to learn, then I, then I'm going to call your ass out. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. What'd you say? Uh, yeah. It's a new yeah. game. <laughs> you got those doctor surveys, post, post visit surveys now like, too. So you need to learn about it. <laughs> Here's a link be, to a trial. Be better. Be better. Be better. That's it. It's the yeah. angry typing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's you know, um, you know what, speaking of like uh, finding doctors that are kind to you, um, I have yeah. a question about like if uh, we have our, one of our listeners is listening to us for the first time or they're just considering speaking with their doctor about GLP-1 therapy, what sort of tools do you suggest they equip themselves with and do you recommend any resources besides like say Eli Lilly or Novo Nordisk's websites? Yeah, no, that's a fantastic question. Um, you know... I mean, I don't want people to Google things, but I do. I mean, there is some good stuff out there. You know, like Mayo Clinic, we, we brought them up earlier. They actually have really good articles on yeah every oh, wow. disease process in, like, the world. Yeah. But, you know, GLP-1s and, I, you know, knowledge is power. And so if you do go in with, like, a, a at least a small understanding of your options, you know, whether it be GLP-1s or – Contrave or Qsimia, I don't like those that much. But if if you, you know, arm yourself, knowledge is power and health literacy is massive. So yeah. I would say start there. I mean, like I said, use reputable sources like Mayo, John Hopkins, uh, stuff like that. Plus not like random. Podcast. Plus our podcast. <laughs> yeah, find, find, find good, good, reputable information from, you know, healthcare providers because, I mean, that's our job. Um Technically, you, you shouldn't have to seek out stuff, but if we're doing our damn job right, uh, you shouldn't, but not mm -hmm. everyone does. So, you know, I, I, I do think it's important to arm yourself with knowledge because, uh, you know, like I said, knowledge is power. I have no, no better way to say that, but, um, you know, and the websites are not bad. I mean, the websites, Eli Lilly, Novo, I mean, they do have great explanations. Some of their stuff is like, you know, probably a little bias, uh, a little bias. So... Um, which understandably capitalism, what up, you know, but, um, it's That's a good a place to start. Episode. Capitalism, <laughs> capitalism, what up? What up? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, feel like I, mean, you're, title. I like it. <laughs> thumbnail, thumbnail right there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good place to start cause you'll get the rough rundown and, you know, especially, I think it was Lily. They really have they have non-branded really good stuff on obesity and PCOS and uh, cancer risks and all these things. And it's non-branded. So there's not it's just data, okay, just data. So um, but yeah, Lily, Lily does a good job of doing like non-biased stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 
Angry oh, dog. Your turn. <laughs> the doggies. Well, angry dogs. <laughs> well, let's just say worst case scenario, you're not getting heard yeah. by your physician. And we hear that a lot um, in the community. Would a telehealth provider be a good point to start? And what are some of the benefits of a telehealth provider? Yeah, unfortunately, like you said, I mean, it's, it's pretty common for physicians, physicians, NPs, PAs to, you know, not listen sometimes, unfortunately. But um, telehealth is great, like we talked about, especially a telehealth that, that specializes in obesity management because, I mean, that's what we specialize in. So we're going to listen. We know mm-hmm. we know the struggles. Uh, we know the meds, you know, and you're, you're there for a reason. Uh, just like going to a rheumatologist for your lupus or something like that, right. you know, um, yep. we, we do it all the time, but what are the benefits are, I mean, accessibility, accessibility, it's a click of a button. You can do it on your lunch break and do it in your car, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. right at your fingertips, you have, you know, BC management specialists that, uh, are accessible. So, yeah, awesome. I can totally attest to the accessibility I've had a telehealth appointment at 8:45 at night like literally yeah. and it's you know great because they know your history and it's not like you have to wait months and months for an appointment so um right. you know with what with that what sort what sort of blood work is needed when starting a GLP1 also what sort of blood work is required to test for insulin resistance yeah, so technically GLP-1s themselves don't have monitoring blood work uh, per se, but like I always, if possible, I always like to get cholesterol levels, TSH, thyroid, thyroid stimulating hormone labs, um, sometimes some inflammatory panels. Mainly the thyroid would be looking to see if there's something that we're missing. You know, underactive thyroid can slow the metabolism and, and cause weight gain or hair loss and all kinds of stuff. But um, outside of looking at, you know, primary conditions, really there's no lab monitoring required. Um, I like to see it for success. I mean, your cholesterol is down, your inflammatory panels are down, you know, uh, all those things. Uh, like I'm on a GLP one right now and I'm on semaglutide and I'm going to do my labs every six months my cholesterol sky high. I mean, before I started this, I have a mm-hmm. genetic, genetic condition that makes my cholesterol high. And um, so, yeah, I'm really just looking at it for success. Um, you know, if you do have any um, pre-existing conditions, we'll say like chronic kidney disease, that definitely needs to be monitored um, mm-hmm. because these meds can cause a little dehydration, usually from the GI side effects. It's not the med itself. Um, studies actually show that it's protective of the kidneys, but if you, you know, having an already lower kidney function, that should definitely be monitored. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, nothing really. Uh, as far as insulin resistance, so that's a tricky one. Um, some people do fasting insulins. Some people do non-fasting insulins. Um, I admittedly used to do fasting insulins and then figured out that was completely wrong because that's, that's not how you're living. You want to see your insulin in your normal state when you've had lunch or dinner or whatever. Uh, so I just started doing random insulins and would have people eat and see what it shows. Is it high? Is it low? Um, mm-hmm. And usually high would be, you know, insulin resistance because it's in the bloodstream. It's not being utilized by yourself. So insulin levels, uh, long story short, mm-hmm. insulin levels. Yeah. Yeah. Do, can you, can you gauge an A1C from insulin levels or do you have to do fasting glucose for that? Uh, so A1C, it's actually a three month, that's a three month average. Uh, so if you're like specifically looking for diabetes or prediabetes or whatnot, uh, you can definitely get a fasting glucose or a non-fasting glucose. Um, but depending on what you're looking at, but the A1C is a three month average. So it doesn't matter if you're fasting or not. You can just, boop, you can draw that thing whenever. Okay. Good enough.
fiber of GLP-1 medications. GLP-1s combat cravings, stabilize blood sugar, boost energy and balance A1C levels for a regulated body and a kick-started weight loss journey. Iveen makes medical weight loss accessible, affordable, and personal. Schedule a free consultation with a medical provider to explore if GLP-1 medications are the right fit for you. Goodbye restrictions. Hello, Iveen. Your path to sustainable weight loss. Time for a change rooted in lasting evidence-backed wellness. Say goodbye to unsustainable diet culture with Friday's weight management program. A nationwide virtual care platform built to address your biology. The reason why I started Fridays is that I noticed that patients with obesity are often improperly treated and told to eat less and move more. Well, the science is in, and we now know that obesity is a chronic medical condition like high blood pressure and diabetes, and that there are many factors, including your genetics, that play a role in the development of obesity. We understand this at Fridays, and that's why we make sure to order labs and specific medications that work with you and your biology. We're revolutionizing weight management, steering clear of weight loss fads, and embracing a scientifically driven approach. Our program charts a path to a healthier you, leveraging evidence-based treatments, nutritional support, and a team of specialized clinicians dedicated to guiding you towards optimal health. We ensure swift appointment scheduling and provide a knowledgeable insurance team for handling prior authorizations for GLP-1 medication. Fridays will also provide safe compounded GLP-1 medication alternatives with fair and industry-leading pricing. Our eligibility quiz will match you with the provider that corresponds with your medical needs. Go to joinfridays.com to begin your journey to a healthier you today. Are you interested in understanding GOP-1 medications like Ozempic, Wagovi, or Manjaro? Then join us on the Plus Sides, Cracking the Obesity Code, the groundbreaking podcast helping people change their lives one episode at a time. The Plus Sides podcast is a disruptor. We're breaking down barriers, smashing stereotypes, and sharing inspiring stories that'll leave you feeling informed and empowered. Join us every week to learn from doctors who are specialists around GLP-1 medications like Ozempic, Wagovi, or Manjaro. They'll provide you with science and facts to validate these incredible stories. But that's not all. We'll also bring you the voices of the GLP-1 Manjaro TikTok community. Real people who face the challenges of obesity, related diseases and disorders, and discovered the incredible plus sides of GLP-1 medications. Our episodes are filled with heartwarming stories, laughter, and moments of triumph. You'll connect with our amazing community members who are reclaiming their health and experiencing their fullest lives. Are you ready? to embark on a journey of discovery and empowerment? Tune in to The Plus Sides, Cracking the Obesity Code, and together we'll change the narrative around obesity and end the stigma. Subscribe now on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform and join our incredible community. Let's celebrate the plus sides of life together because every story deserves to be heard. Every life deserves to shine and everyone deserves access to expert knowledge and medication. The Plus Sides Podcast. You're not alone. It's not your fault.